Hello. Welcome to Tales of a Latin Mommy, the ultimate guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. The podcast that inspires you to change your relationship with money and motivates you to rebuild your financial foundation. I'm your host, Melanie Arce. Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tales of the Latin Mommy, a mommy's guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. My name is Melanie Arce, and I'm your Latin Mommy. Today, I wanted to talk to you all about securing your legacy. What I'm specifically referring to is life insurance. This is one of my Back to Basics episodes. And in this episode, I'm going to give you my Latin Mommy two cents on the topic. Currently, I work in the financial services and retirement industry. If you've been following along with past episodes, generally, my guest speakers are the stars of the show. They get to share their expertise, right? As a person who's rebuilding their financial foundation, I get to interact with them to ask the important questions that may be on your mind. Today, it's my turn to share what I know with you. So (laughs) again, I work in financial services and in the retirement industry. I honestly never thought that I would have a career in this industry, but today I'm happy to say that I'm very passionate about the route that I'm taking my career. Financial and retirement consulting is done by agents. I am licensed through my home state, which is California, to counsel people who wish to purchase these sorts of products or tools, as I'd like to refer to them. They are every bit the kind of tools that you will want to look into once you've built your financial foundation. And life insurance is honestly something that I feel that should be prioritized along with building your financial foundation. This is an investment. It's a necessary investment. If you're a parent, if you're a business owner, if you have dependents, if you're you're a mom, a dad, if you own property, it's necessary. And as I've said in the past, I don't want you to be afraid to invest in yourself. Yes, you are worth it. Okay, so a brief heads up here. This is only a basic overview of life insurance. I can go into things into, well, into more depth if you schedule a free consult with me at talesofalatinmommy.com. The reason for that is due to insurance marketing laws. As a licensed agent, I can't prescribe or advise you unless you are my client. I may make mention of certain products or cases regarding former clients, but the truth of the matter is that insurance is not one size fits all. If you were to hire me for consult, I would give you my best advice, of which you can take or leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've said my piece. Um, That was really hard for me to say. (laughs) You see, I've been thinking about doing this show for the longest time. And I've 
I've thought long and hard about how I wanted to deliver this message. Uh, one thing that I didn't want it to be was a sales pitch. Uh, life insurance is a very personal decision for each person. And as an agent, I take it very seriously when I'm advising you. Anyway, one thing that I thought would be fun to share with you. So you understand the way that I do business is through this sort of analogy. Okay. It's really basic. And I, I honestly don't mean to insult you or anything like that, but I, I this is the way that I like to do business. Okay. So bear with me. Do you like food? I'm sure you do. Okay. So you'll love this. My business practice is this. I see myself as like, I see myself as the cashier at In-N-Out. Why do you ask? Because I like to focus on quality. I have a few items on my menu, but what I have to offer, I know really well. The downside to that is if you're looking to shop around with multiple insurance carriers, then I'm not the agent for you. I'm always willing and able to refer you to another friend who works in the business though. I promise you, I will give you my honest to goodness, best advice. I hate bullshit. So I try not to do that to others. If you like my style of communicating, I'm also willing to consult you as you work with another agent. Uh, the initial consult would be free, but if you require me to give you ongoing feedback and hold your hand through several policies, then I might have to uh, charge a consult fee. Okay. That's just your heads up. Uh, I have no problem giving my two cents. Anyway, back to those awesome friends. I have plenty of friends who are brokers and are signed on with dozens of carriers. I wouldn't hand you over to someone who wouldn't take care of you like I would though. I love my broker friends. In my crazy restaurant analogy, I see them as the waiters at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> so in this analogy, right? If you've ever been to the Cheesecake Factory, you know that the menu is huge, huge, right? <laughs> Have I made you hungry yet? <laughs> anyway, the Cheesecake Factory, again, has a million different options on a menu, right? And to me, it's just overwhelming. Learning all that product and keeping up with all the data from all those characters. Wow. It's, it's too much for me. But if what I have to offer you isn't enough at my awesome establishment, then I'm certainly not offended if you want to go and shop around with a larger menu, okay? <laughs> anyway, back to the meat and potatoes of this message. <laughs> I promise that's my last one. I know I'm silly. So financial products and services, again, they could be just the thing that you need to secure your legacy. I really look at them as tools. These sorts of tools can build your wealth. They can when they're applied right. And I bet you're wondering, how can I build wealth with a product that doesn't pay out till I'm dead? <laughs> That's a serious question that I've gotten, by the way. You have no idea how many times 
I have had to field that question. I know not everyone has experience with insurance or financial and retirement products. So that's why I'm here to help. The reason why you want to invest into insurance for yourself is summed up in two words, living benefits. Now, big side note or disclaimer here, living benefits are not exclusive to any one type of life insurance because there are hundreds of carriers out there and probably hundreds or thousands of different types of policies out there. I can't give you specifics on which policy I'm referring to. That's again, because carriers have different products out there for which I do not have explicit permission to solicit. Okay especially in a podcast, (laughs) all right? I just want to give you guys the basics on these products. There really is nothing to be intimidated by. All right, so there are three different types of insurance, term life, whole life, and universal life. But for the sake of this program, I'm only going to concentrate on giving you the 411 on two of these, term life and whole life. But before I get into that, I wanted to make you you aware of the fact that insurance is not one size fits all. And I'll make sure that I repeat that over and over again so as not to confuse you. One thing that's most important when you're shopping for a life insurance policy is price, of course. The price of life insurance is contingent upon a couple things. And those things are age, sex, and your general health. Some people believe that the name of the carrier may also make a difference in overall price, right? Because of their standing and credibility as a longstanding institution or what we agents call insurance solvency. Insurance solvency is just a fancy term that describes a company's ability to pay on their obligations. I've been an agent with several carriers now in my three years as an agent, and I haven't really noticed much of a difference in price from one carrier to the next based upon name alone. It is an agent's responsibility to make sure that their clients are aware of a company's solvency status. I'm going to repeat that. It is an agent's responsibility to make sure that their clients are aware of a company's solvency status. So when you pick out an agent, you want to make sure that your agent is doing their homework and keeping up on their carrier's solvency status, okay? Because if a company becomes insolvent, then you obviously want to know beforehand so that you won't pay into an investment that won't pay out on its obligations, right? Okay, cool. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. Now, let's talk more insurance. Again, I'm only going to focus on two of the types of two of the types for the sake of this podcast, term life and whole life. Now, term life is generally cheaper or more affordable. You can buy coverage sometimes for less than what you would pay for one tank of gas. I'm not joking. All right. Also, you can shop around for the type of term. Some people purchase 10-year plans, others 20, and others 30. 
I've never seen anything greater than 30 to be honest with you, but I, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Um, honestly, I, I've never seen anything greater than 30. Um, I'd probably, if I ever did see anything like that, I would be scratching my head. Like what, what's the deal? <laughs> Again, the good thing about these plans is that they're pretty affordable. The bad thing is that they don't accrue cash value. What this means is that the money that you're paying to the company isn't accruing interest or a cash value. Your money isn't growing. Now, I don't want you to worry about that, okay? You still have coverage on your life. If you opt into a short term, you're going to want to roll that policy over sooner than later, though. That way you don't lose out on the opportunity to have life insurance, right? Because I've seen this happen before. People will have a term policy and let's say it's it's 10 years. They know that it's not accruing cash value, but they somehow they somehow outlive that term policy. Well, so they so they let it lapse or they just let it end, you know, when they could have turned it over. Now they've given up a big opportunity by ending the policy. And that is that they could have taken that opportunity to roll it over into a whole policy, which I'll get into in a moment. The other thing is that they ran the risk of possibly not getting approved for life insurance because, I mean, so many, I mean, there's so many variables, right? But um, who, who's to say that they would even be approved for another insurance policy, right? So that's why you, whenever possible, you always want to roll over a term policy. The thing about short-term policies, again, you want to talk to an agent about the policy. Work with an agent to pick a policy that is right for you. Please err on the side of caution, okay? Because... What I've just mentioned to you may not be applicable to all policies, okay? Just because it's in uh, your neighbors down the street does not mean that it's going to be in your policy. Policies change and get updated all the time. You would not believe how much they get, uh, how often they get updated. So again, sitting down and discussing your needs with an agent is the only way to pick out a policy that's right for you. Don't go out and buy whatever your neighbor has. Your budget may be different from his. Your assets may be different from his. Your health, age, and sex may also be different from his. So you want to invest in a policy that will be suitable for you. Now, I think I got off topic. Uh, let's go back to talking about living benefits. Just what are living benefits? Living benefits are riders. Sort of like a standard clause in a contract. Some policies have them in place for special contingencies. For example, a term policy might have a living benefit rider as an incentive to purchase the policy. For a single mother like myself who's just rebuilding and is on a tight budget, I would shop for a term policy that had a living benefits incentive. The incentive being this, that if I'm diagnosed with a fatal or critical illness, then I can access a percentage of the death benefit while I'm still alive to use to live off while I'm dying. 
And, you know, some people also use uh, their, this small percentage of the death benefit to cross things off their bucket list, or they use it for their medical care, they pay off their house or even debt, you know, you name it, you can, you can do whatever you want. Um, And these are the sort of awesome incentives. And I'm talking about when I talk about the power of financial products and services. Now, living benefits looks different for the second type of insurance that I want to talk about, which is whole life. Whole life is an insurance policy that doesn't have an end term. Okay. You pay into it your whole life. And as long as you pay into it, then you have coverage. Okay. Let me restate that again. As long as you are paying the premium, you have coverage. You pay into this policy just like you would a savings account. And like a savings account, you can earn interest on what goes into it. The price that you pay into it, though, is not optional to you. All right. The price of the ball, the price of the policy, again, is contingent upon your age, sex, and health at the time that the policy was purchased. Okay. That means that you want to purchase a policy sooner rather than later because your risk of health issues goes up as you age. And like I shared before, your health is a very important factor on whether you are insurable or not. Does this mean that because you have a pre-existing condition that you're not insurable? No, but it could mean a higher rate or price for the purchase of the policy. Okay. I hope that's clear. Okay, so back to talking about living benefits. Living benefits in a whole life policy might look something like this, okay? In some whole life policies, you have the option to take a percentage of the death benefit if you're diagnosed with a fatal or critical illness. That percentage of the living benefit depends greatly on the type of policy that you purchase. So make sure you read what you're about to buy. Disclaimer, again, Living benefits aren't exclusive to any specific type of insurance. My goodness. I just want you guys to be aware that, you know, one company or one carrier might have this sort of thing available for a term policy and another company might not have it available for their term policies. Okay. It's that sort of deal. Another really cool incentive to purchasing a whole life policy with living benefits is that you may, and I stress may be able to borrow a portion of your little nest egg as it grows. So this is a loan. Okay. I've heard people use their loan to put a sizable down payment on a house, use it to renovate their homes, also possibly use it to fund a college tuition for a niece or nephew, whoever right? They also might use this money to start a business or invest in their existing business. Oh my goodness. The possibilities are endless. Again, be careful with what you purchase because not all policies have the option to borrow. All policies are not created equal. Okay. It's not like purchasing a designer handbag, right? Some are the honest to goodness real deal and others are underwhelming to say the least. That said, if you're underwhelmed with your current life insurance or retirement policy, 
feel free to reach out to me at talesofalatinmommy.com where you can book a free consult with me. I hope I haven't bored the hell out of you all this week. Life insurance is not the funnest thing that you can do with your money. I get that. But it is a really cool tool that you can use to build wealth. Personally, I purchased life insurance because of my three children. My idea of securing my legacy means that I give them a great opportunity or money to carry on after I'm gone. I hope to God I'm there to witness their lives well into old age. But having this insurance gives me peace of mind to know that they will be taken care of. I know that I'm not the only person to subscribe to this. Lots of wealthy people secure their legacies by building wealth and passing on fortunes to their descendants. They do this through the same sorts of products, uh, life insurance, through you know stocks and bonds, through... Um, annuities through 401ks, that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong in doing this. I'm sure (laughs) that, you know, I might get some backlash out there from people who challenge my belief, you know, by touting the mantra that money doesn't buy you happiness. Damn right, it doesn't buy you happiness, but having money could provide stability that you crave and that stability could bring peace. I wish nothing but peace upon my children after my passing. Peace is very undervalued, I think. (laughs) Life is pretty hard. So any opportunity to have peace is well worth the investment. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I know we all have to make tough decisions and this decision is certainly a personal one. It may be difficult for you because it goes against everything that you were brought up with. I know it was kind of freaky to me in the beginning. See, as a Latin person, I grew up with a family that crowdfunded everything. As a part of a collectivist ideology, we all chipped in for life events like quinceañeras, weddings, and even funerals. And I'm not dissing the tradition by any means. I understand and respect people for the choices that they make, right? I do. But personally, I don't feel like a funeral should be the time for us to be passing the plate for final expenses. I I get that some deaths are sudden and tragic, but insurance can ease that stress as people grieve for their loved ones. And it's a pretty traumatic and sometimes debilitating thing to have to cope with the loss of someone. You know, And then to add insult to injury, then you have to worry about, you know, their final expenses. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of stress. But again, it's all your decision. Okay. Uh, It's a personal one. Uh, I hope that, I hope you know that I don't judge you negatively. If you choose to ignore my advice, then that's up to you. 
but I hope you'll consider everything that I've brought here. I sincerely hope that you have found this information to be helpful as you consider securing your legacy. Once again, if I've inspired you to start this process, you can schedule a free consult with me at talesofalatinmommy.com. Click on consultations and you can book your insurance consult today. Also available on talesofalatinmommy.com are retirement consults. If you liked my blunt delivery in this back to basics of insurance, then you will love what I have to say about retirement products. Again, head over to talesofalatinmommy.com, click on consultations and book your free retirement consult today. If you'd like to contact me with podcast ideas, become a podcast guest, or shoot me some fan mail, feel free to email me at melanie at aventuras, tales of latinmommy.com or latinmommymail at outlook.com. And as always, you can look in the description of the podcast for more information on Tales of a Latin Mommy. Thanks again for listening. Adios.